Welcome to The Rock Church, a vibrant, enthusiastic, edgy church meeting in West Bridgeford, Nottingham. You can find out more about us by visiting the-rock.org.uk. We hope you were blessed by this message. It's my pleasure to introduce our guest speaker uh, for this evening. And um, I'll tell you what I was thinking about. You know, um, does anyone else get excited when we get longer days? Start feeling like it's a bit like, you know, you get a bit more of a bounce in your step. So it's a bit of a better feeling. And it sort of like reminded me of uh, like, you know, when it's in the winter, in the deep, dark winter, and you know, you get, you get up and it's dark. <laughs> you go to work, you come back from work and it's dark again. And uh, you're driving away and <clears throat> can you imagine driving along and uh, you're on a road you're not too sure about, and all of a sudden, the lights go off. Now, how long do you think it would take for disaster to strike? A couple of seconds? Five? Ten? The Word of God is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, it says in Psalms. Not knowing our Bible, not being under hearing listening to and then applying the word of God is literally like careering along a road in the middle of winter, in the middle of night with no lights on. It's just going to end in disaster. So with that in mind, notebooks out or phones, iPads at the ready because we're going to have a treat tonight with John Pettifer. John Pettifer is a, uh, uh, a local legend, also um, a sort of a bit of a father in the house. I think it was Godfather. God, is that the official title? That is the official title. Wow, the Godfather. I'm now slightly scared. Um, <laughs> seen too many films. And um, <laughs> actually, I, I, I'm going to make way very quickly. Um, but he's also the pastor to our pastors. And so I think it's absolutely fitting that we give him a right royal rock welcome as he takes the stage. this morning well your gluttons for punishment so well done and uh, we'll see where the Lord takes us this evening so um, Kathy will you put on um, out of Ali's presentation will you put on the slide with those those details of the Joshua passage the, uh, the prophetic the presence the power have we got those just keep them up and um, we'll we'll you can focus on them as I bring a few thoughts to you. Um, if you want a, a bit of a title, uh, I'm going to talk about prophetic journeys. Prophetic journeys. So, Ali, you know well, he's done his stuff. You know a little bit about the culture of the church. Um, if you are a betting man, you won't get short odds that he'd come and present a concept of going to another community with excitement, with passion. And thanks be to God, after 20 odd years, for him to say that he's a bit out of control it's like having a sip of single malt whiskey to me. Because I've been trying to knock it out of him uh, 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 for, for all this time. 
But, and, and like he says, because he's an, an inspired leader, he, he wants a bit of a hallelujah. So let's cut all the crud and ask the question, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? Because you're not an audience. Technically, we call it this, but you're not a congregation. You're part of the team. That's what you've signed up for, to be a follower of Jesus Christ, not an attender of a church meeting. The very nature of the word follow means that you get off your backside and go. And uh, you see, these people who love the Bible clearly haven't read it because it's stuffed with uncomfortable, thoughtless, not my best interests, quote, quote, commands that demand that my Christianity is more than my feelings, it's more than my preferences, it draws out my faith. Because the start of the journey of your lives is to make Jesus Christ not only your saviour, but your boss. And you'll never know all the joys of Christianity until Jesus is your boss. Now, he's been the boss of my life for 70-odd years. And, and I, I, I could tell you stories that make your hair curl. Um, he's worth it. It's, it's just I've had, I've had the most wonderful life. I could write a book of the adventures, and it's all because Jesus is boss. So, don't, don't, you know, don't, don't feel I'm getting too heavy. But, but, but this stuff, um, is, is great, but it's our response to it. And um, I, I'm going to pick a few phrases out of a psalm, uh, a Psalm 84. Now, let me tell you a bit about the context here, because this psalm is written by a group of people called the Kohites. And basically, they were all of the tribe, of a particular tribe called Levi. And, and the Levites were the ones who were looking after the worship of God's presence in the tabernacle and the temple. And they, they, were, they were a special group of people, so much so that when this bit that Ali's referring to, when Joshua took the people into the promised land and they won the battles, they were given all kinds of territories, but the priests weren't given any territory. Um, they, they were singled out as special people. So what did they do? And they went off and lived in with the other tribes. So they, the Levites weren't all together. They, 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 they mingled with the other tribes. And, and they, were just, they, they weren't squatters, but they were guests in that. And what they did is they, they prepared themselves to go wherever they were up to Jerusalem when it was their duty, when they were on point, to go and prepare the tabernacle or the temple because we don't quite know when this was written whether it's David's time or Solomon's time and they were there and so the psalmist here he's <coughs> of the sons of 
he's, he said, get ready for the journey. Don't be settlers. We've got a job to do. It's our journey to go to Jerusalem. So that, you get that. That's the bit of the context. And, and so they were engaged upon this journey. It's fascinating that the author brings the motivation. And he says this, How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints, for the course, courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. So I'm going to go where I was this morning for those of you. That the priority of all that we do is to seek the presence. That my, my, my great friend David Sherman wrote a, a fabulous little book and it's called Presence Carriers. It, it's, it's actually saying that in the New Testament through Jesus by the, the gift of the Holy Spirit the presence of God is available to us all the time. We don't have to go to a physical location. We actually carry it. But the principle is still the same, is there is got to be something within us that yearns for the presence of God. Prophetic journeys begin in the presence of God. Blessed are those, he says, who dwell in your house in your presence the, the, the emphasis is really strong it's, it's not Lord give us a fantastic meeting and we like great meetings we had a good one this morning it, it's, it's not even Lord give us big congregations it's not even, Lord, let's have a great band. It's definitely not, Lord, let's believe that we'll have a great preach tonight. It really is a massive emphasis of a passion to know God. And that's tough. There's a little old hymn that... that Come thou fount of every blessing, Tony and Joni. Oh, know it, because they're my vintage. Um, and, and there's a little phrase in one of the verses that says, prone to wander. Lord, I feel it. And then it says, take my heart and seal it to your courts of heaven. There's, there's a bit of a wanderlust in all of us. And, 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 and God actually says to us, look, this is the first thing. This is the high intensity bit of our Christian faith of the people that are going to bring this prophetic word to truth that we are going to see the power of God because power comes through faith is a people that are serious about finding God. I love, I love what the Apostle Paul says. Um, this great man of God, he, he writes in, to, in his letter to the Philippians, and he says, he says, oh, that I might know him 
in the way that he knows me. Uh, okay, right, good. Um, but the translation is a bit soft. Um, it, 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 it actually means, the technical word is apprehend, but that's a bit of an old-fashioned word. If I used a bit more familiar vocabulary, it's, it's arrest. Oh, that I might arrest Jesus in the way that he has arrested me. You see, you may think it was your choice to follow Jesus. But the truth is, I found it out a long time ago. He nobbled me. He mugged me. He pursued me with unfailing love, with miracles of kindness and grace, until it was irrefutable that he would not let me go. I've been nobbled by Jesus. Some people don't get me. Totally, but but when I say it, Jesus ruined my life. He ruined my plans. He ruined my selfishness. He ruined my 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 personal secular dreams. But he gave me something so much better in place. This is what it means to see the presence of God. It's a bit more than getting off your bums and coming out Sunday night and hoping for a good meeting. And we're glad that as gathered church, we're free to do it because there's millions of people who can't do that, what we do tonight. So we're not being soft. So, so do you get it? That's the challenge. It's, it's, it, the people that are going to succeed are going to go with, with a real heart and a passion. The second thing that this psalm says is that prophetic journeys have a prepared people and leadership. I'm excited that Kay, Ali, and the team, I believe, are prepared people to go and take. They, they, they're prepared in, the, in as much as they believe they've heard the word of the Lord. They're prepared in the sense that they've got the energy to go again when the first phase ended with levels of disappointment and frustration. And, and, and that the, they've got the fortitude to keep going when other people might say, well, I couldn't, it might not have been, it wouldn't want prophetic because it didn't happen. And Cotgrave didn't work how we planned and da, 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 da. And all that negative opposition, they've come through, not because they're bloody-minded, and they can be, or he can, but, but because there is a resolve that irrespective of the disappointment, we will keep going. And part of my encouragement is, is that in being excited about church planting, but like I said this morning, church planting never brings revival. Revival causes church planting 
So you need to get into that sense of seeking God first. But the people, they were, they were the blessed by his presence. And it leads to the blessing of pilgrimage. So verse 5 says, these people whose, whose, at one sense, it's out of context. All I want to be is with God. And then he says, blessed are those who dwell in your house. So it all sounds settled and nice and comfortable how we like it. And then he says, blessed are those whose strength is in you who have set their hearts on pilgrimage. The blessing of his presence leads us to the blessing of pilgrimage, which is, which is faith. And the leaders, as we've said, Kate and Ali and the team are, are prepared. And then it says, and then, then, then the psalmist, the psalmist, and they're irritating people. Just when we get in a nice happy flow, they, they come up with problems. And, <coughs> and they said, you, you, if you go on this pilgrimage, because the context, remember what I said at the beginning, the context, they knew where they were going. These people knew what the journey entailed. And the journey entailed that they went through the Valley of Baca. And that was a grim place. We don't know actually what it was. We don't know whether it was physically tough. It was definitely spiritually dark. And God didn't build a ring road. God didn't make it easy. God said, you've got to go through the valley of Baca. And, 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 it's, you know, it's a place where, as I said, the meaning, true meaning is unknown. <coughs> Some people call it the place of weeping. Others understand it to be a place of limitation. It's got the context of frustration and, and, and basically, it's tough going. So God's obviously got it wrong. Because where there is no way, God provides a way. He's the God of the breakthrough. We just say, Jesus, and they all fall down. Well, that's true. Because they're... I don't know whether you were sensitive in, in our worship this evening, but there was an anointing on that song. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. It carries something. And I believe it. But if we're sticking with Joshua, this sweet, sentimental Jesus, ain't what it's about so Jesus the commander of the Lord's house says to Joshua get all the people ready get them all kitted up get the tribes in the right order get the band ready and march round Jericho and it took all day to walk round Jericho I remember Pauline and I and some good friends of ours when we were young, early married, <coughs> we decided that for a holiday we'd walk the Pennine Way. And, um, and we were not stupid, we weren't fools, 
and so we decided we'd have a trial run and um, we, we had a weekend in Derbyshire and um, the blisters on my feet when we came home and my moaning wife and my, and my disaffected friends meant that the Pennine Way became a pipe dream. About five hours of walking did it. So walk round Jericho. Took all day. Nothing happened. Walk round again. Nothing happened. Seven days. Six days walking round, and the seventh day, now shout. I, I don't know what kind of state those people were in, but I need you to know that wherever I'd be, in, in the procession, I would say in, excuse me now, because I can't use the language I want to use, but that bleep, bleep, bleep Joshua, he don't bleep, bleep, bleep know what he's bleep, bleep, bleep doing. We've just got to keep speaking the name of Jesus. Not speaking the name of Jesus in a lovely atmosphere like this, alone. But speak him when we wake up and our bodies are like. Speak it when the kids aren't behaving. Speak it when the jobs ain't going right. Speak it when your neighbor, speak it when your body ain't behaving. Speak it whenever the opposition comes, where it thinks. Speak it when you feel really fed up with Ali and Kate. Speak the name of Jesus. And on the seventh day, as they raised the banner, the walls came down. It it calls for a burning passion for God and it calls for an enduring faith to keep going to meet your destiny. Now, so the reality of this is the problem is never a problem. Get it right. The Valley of Baca by its description, by its terrain, by, by, by its tradition, was a problem. But it was God's solution to go through that problem in order for him to show them his greatness and power. You see, why do I believe God is good? Why do I believe God? Well, I believe it because I've listened to lots of great preaching and it's helped me believe. But I believe it more when Pauline and I have encountered the impossibilities, had nowhere else to go, nobody else to trust but Jesus. And at the ninth hour, he's turned up. And again and again and again, I can tell the supernatural stories that faith is rewarded. He is the answer. And we keep breaking through. The problem is not the problem problem is the journey into provision and God took them there and so the question is there's all kinds of issues pray God the Methodists will roll over and, and there's some of us who've got a disposition that says ah oh, but what if and what if and 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 
there's a, there's a hundred questions I could raise because I've got experience of doing all these things and see how, how, how many times you can make a mess of it. I mean, the book I'm finished yet. There's still more ways to find how we can muck it up. All, all this kind of stuff, how, how do we carry on with the people that, that have never gone this way before and, and, and don't know how anointed Kate and Ali are and the leadership really have her from her. Some of this might be all foreign language to you. Like, why should we? And we've only just started coming here. And, and what we're doing, what we do is, is we've just started coming here and we're hoping to make a bit of an impact in West Bridgeford and see this place full. And the flipping man's already talking about the next adventure to Runnington. And before long, he'll be on about Keyworth and Cockgrave. What on earth is happening? True. If you're prepared to ask that question, make sure that you seek God for his answer. Because he is the God of the breakthrough. And prophetic journeys, number four, are destined for prosperity. Because the valley of Baca, he says, they make it a place of spring. And all that language is fertility. All that language is prosperity. It's flourishing. Because it was the wilderness they were going for. And, and, and it's, 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 it's the language of supernatural provision. I, 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 love, I love the story. Because at one level, we've got, to, we've got to teach the scriptures so that we have a level of faith in it and we believe it. Uh, but the scriptures, the scriptures are given to us for a purpose. And the purpose is that the Holy, might, Holy Spirit might turn the word into life. So the blind man at birth, because he was a Jew, had been brought up in the scriptures. He knew the Torah. He, he, he would be, recite the Ten Commandments. He would know all the Levitical requirements. He'd know when to go to the temple for the feast days. He'd know how many chickens he'd got. He, all this stuff, but he'd been born blind. And the Pharisees, who couldn't get their head around it, said, well, if you're blind, you must have sinned. It's the only reason, because God can't make you blind if you're following all the requirements, if you're being a good dude. And he says, no, I ain't done anything wrong. Oh, in that case, it's your parents. Blame the parents. <laughs> We live in a blame the parents culture. We believe, we, 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 uh, and, 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 and the economic poverty that some of us have been growing. Now, I'm not insensitive to all these things, but I need you to know the outcome of your life is in your hands, not your upbringing. It's about choices. But the story goes on. Because Jesus turns up and heals him. Which really, bleep, 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 off the Pharisees. And, and they pummel him. And he ends up with this, and, and this is the kind of people that we want. I don't know. Well, why are you healed? I don't know. Well, what have you done? I don't know. All I know is this, that once I was blind, but now I can see. It's being people with an experience 
out of God's handiwork over their life. Now, you will have your stories to tell that are, that are far better than a preach encouraging you to do something. It's, it's the journey of the prophetic. So, God has shown us the promised land, the prophetic. The journey to Jerusalem comes from a people that yearn for his presence. The power to overcome the valley of Baca will be with us. The produce of the land, he turns it into a place of springs. It is provision. And the alliteration there, the soldiers guarded the prayer. It's, yeah, it's all right. It fits, but, it, but it's... It, it's, it's, it's keeping, I know, exactly. I'm a preacher, so I know where it is. But, 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 but the reality, and there's nothing wrong in prayer, but, but the sense of keeping God central, it, you know, it's, it's, it's the prayer of humility that having had a success, they didn't go off in their own strength as they did do under Moses a few generations so there you go are you up for it are you up for it it's got nothing to do with Ruddington if you're listening to what I'm saying it's got nothing to do with Ruddington it's got nothing to do with Luttrell Hall it's got nothing to do with Kate Alley it's got everything to do with you and your journey with Jesus of what kind of a Christian are you going to be? Now, now we pastors, we, 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 it's true. We count bums on seats. We do count the offerings. We do make budgets. We do dream. We do. There's, there's a whole raft of stuff that is involved in the ministry. We, we like success. We like good meetings. We like good preachers. But, 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 but it's my dear friends, it's all peripheral. It's all, it's all bits on the side. The, 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 the society don't understand us and they'll talk about what we do. They'll say nice things about us because we feed the poor and we've got soup kitchens and they can somehow reconcile Christians if we do a bit of social action. They, they cannot understand that there is a dynamic, resurrected, living Christ in the church by the power of the Holy Spirit and we are a different people. We're that different that God says to live like an alien. What really is about the Da 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 like the chorus that wants to hear. And again and again. And, and all that stuff, but 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 that's because I'm in this world, but I'm it touches me, but it doesn't touch that know me do lie being different because we've given him everything not something everything to Jesus Christ and I'm excited for you and I encourage you to be people I'm up for it. I don't know. You may 
not go to Cochrane. You may not go to Runnington. But you're part of the church. Because, because the part of God's community on earth that's on the move. And it will bring revival. told him thousands of times but something just came into me again tonight like a, a little boy like a newborn maybe like a star-eyed lover who meets his sweetheart for the first time wow wow dazzled I was wowed by Jesus it's not about well I've known Jesus it's about it. Oh, I hear, I hear the power, the gift, the presence of Jesus. Potential is astonishing. If we'll trust Him and say, Lord, I'm going to be one of you, we'll do it. Because the Bible says it was they. Not the boss, not the leaders. It was them who went on the pilgrimage. They made it a place of springs. They went through the valley of Baca. It's not just fight. You're our part of the journey. God bless. See you next time. Hopefully with stories of people's lives being People's lives being touched Ed Walton. See, and other churches that are part of our great network. Things are happening all over our city. This little network of ours is The story of this Let's believe this. It's so great that the world can't ignore us. Have to engage in the conversation about Jesus. Shut up, John. Thank you.